You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Okay, Ian, as we journey further into that mystery that is phase four of the MCU, we have to talk about 2008's The Incredible Hulk starring Edward Norton. Yep. And this is, this is one of those uh, pit stops that I wasn't ready for. <laughs> I hadn't seen it until today, and <laughs> I always forget that it's part of the MCU. That's awesome that you hadn't seen it until today, like... Obviously, there's not anything in this movie particular that that really adds to the rest of the MCU movies. Um, obviously, uh, I mean, not obviously, but like I, from what I understand from listening to people talk about it, uh, Universal owns the rights to uh, the movie rights to the Incredible Hulk to Bruce Banner and the Hulk, so they can't ever have another like it, it can't be a uh, Disney made. Hulk movie. Now you get oh. you get him in the Avengers and in Thor Ragnarok because he's allowed to be in the movies when there's other people in the movies, which seems weird. Seems like a weird rule. Yeah, <laughs> he could be a supporting character, but he can't have his own thing. Exactly. So you have uh, this movie being put out, which is is part of the MCU because it's still a Marvel Studios movie. This is before Marvel Studios was straight up. Bought, or Marvel was straight up bought by Disney, I believe, mm-hmm. and um, you. So you have connections, and especially I don't know if you since you hadn't seen it till today that there is a deleted alternate beginning to this movie. Um, there's a scene where Edward Norton as Bruce Banner is climbing to the top of a ice mountain in the North Pole, and he's essentially just he he refer like. Uh, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner refers to this in the first Avengers movie. He talks about how he 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 put a gun in his mouth and he shot and and the Hulk uh, spit out the bullet like that kind of thing. So what you see is him climbing to the top of this ice mountain in the North Pole. He has a gun. The camera goes really far out and uh, when you hear the gun, you hear the gun shot and then you hear the Hulk scream. So the idea is that, you know, his subconscious changed into the Hulk before his conscious brain could pull the pull the trigger. So he still pulls the trigger but turns into the Hulk and this causes a an avalanche on this mountain. And due to that avalanche, you see in the foreground um Captain America's shield underneath the ice come up. So like oh. you have to you have to see it real quick in, in this deleted scene or alternative scene and it's supposed to be the the beginning of Captain America the the first avenger where you know they find the frozen body in the in the arctic yeah and that's um something i was going to point out a little bit later was um how quickly they jumped on the whole like so it was supposed to be a super soldier experiment but you know like Thunderbolt Ross, he had to dust off this whole thing that they were doing back in World War II. So, like, even then, they're hinting really hard 
Oh yeah, at Captain America. I was just like, this is where he. This is what they're trying to do again. It's like, okay, I, I get it. Yes, let's let's focus on the Hulk here, family. Let's yeah, go. it's straight. It straight up says on that canister that that uh, Thunderbolt Ross pulls out uh, Project Rebirth, which was the name given to um, the Captain America experiment in the comic books. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that's it's such a cool little Easter egg, and yeah, uh, think thinking of like the abomination being made because they mixed gamma radiation like the hulk's blood or whatever with uh the project rebirth serum which is the was super soldier serum made by dr oh i'm forgetting his name at the moment erskine and you know it becomes it comes out as the abomination it's like it's a cool little twist on the abomination origin yeah um how did you feel about Abomination? I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna straight up tell you right now. I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. Like the 2008 okay. Incredible Hulk. Like whenever we people talk about the MCU, they usually forget about this movie because it yep. it doesn't really fit in anywhere particular, especially with an, an actor change for Bruce Banner. But like yeah. I like everything about this movie really, and uh, one of the great things about it at the end because you talked about this last last week. The villain doesn't die. The abomination does not die. So that was going to be my next question. It's really <laughs> ambiguous. It's like, did the Hulk just break every bone in Abomination's <laughs> body? Is that him groaning? Is that Hulk upset that he just killed a guy? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 definitely left a little ambiguous right there. But it's later on revealed in Marvel's Agents of Shield that you know um, the Abomination is locked up somewhere. So Thunderbolt Ross being a part of that. Uh, uh, the Incredible Hulk, the the fact that there are other villains out there that are just locked up, the Abomination could totally be a part of the Thunderbolts. Like if they were to in- incorporate that into the MCU, like why I'm wouldn't so it? So absolutely here for this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've talked about this for two weeks now. So I, I want the Thunderbolts. <laughs> so I like all the the um this movie. I like how it uh the abomination is is made i like i love that tim roth plays the plays the abomination like mm-hmm. he is such a slept on actor i feel like there's so, he's got it's he's got so many great roles and this was just one of the few like we're we're really bringing um some credibility to the mcu movies in the very beginning oh absolutely and like i said i hadn't seen this movie until today right mm mm-hmm. mhm um, I was so caught off guard by Liv Tyler. I like how 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 are you gonna spring that on me? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the, the the names in this movie, right? Like you have Edward Norton, obviously, and he brings a lot of clout with him mm-hmm. for everybody that likes Edward Norton. How do you not like Edward Norton if you're if you don't tweet at me so I can tell you you're wrong? <laughs> um, Liv Tyler, Tim Roth. Um, I was surprised to see Tim Blake Nelson show up. Tim Blake Nelson as eventually the leader, possibly. Like, yes, all for that. Like, that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like there's a bunch of stuff that was uh, set up that never came back into play because it was in the Universal movie, and they kind of they, they blah, 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 words they either <laughs> forgot about it or they just can't go back and touch it. I think I think that's a lot what it is. It's like because because Disney ends up buying uh, Marvel at this point, like they don't want to. They're not gonna. 
not so much that they're not going to allow Universal to make a, uh, a Hulk movie because I'm sure they can, because but like they, I'm sure Universal also doesn't want to make something that's going to be offset and not part of the MCU like kind of thing. Because, why put the effort in? Yeah, why put the effort? Why put the effort in? They're probably. I mean, they have to be making money off of them using the Hulk in those other movies. Like, I'm sure that's part of the deal. Yeah, I mean, it's not as talked about as like the Spider-Man deal, but that's oh. just because we had crying Tom Holland in that on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. So. Um, what did was, yeah, it, what did you overall think? What did you overall think of, of the Incredible Hulk? So it was one of those movies that I just missed when it happened in theaters. Mm-hmm. Right? It just it came and went so fast. I just didn't catch it. Um, and I'm a little bit sad that I never did because I liked it. Okay. Is it my favorite MCU movie? No. <laughs> 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 was it fun though? Absolutely. Um. They did a really good job. I, I'm so sad that they had to recast Edward Norton because mm-hmm. I feel like he did such a good job. I mean, if you read the the Hulk comics, like Edward Norton fits more of what Bruce Banner is than what Mark Ruffalo is. Now, I'm not saying Mark Ruffalo did a bad Bruce Banner. I'm just saying if you look at what, like how Edward Norton is, how he holds himself, it's a lot more meekish like bruce banner does in the comics and there's it's it's meek but it's also there's like uh an assertive confidence to it at the same time because he's super smart right yeah where he like um at the beginning when he's in the it's like within the first 20 minutes he's in the bottling plant right yeah the south american bottling plant yeah he's doing his thing doing his thing and the guy who owns the factory comes and gets him and he's like it's busted and he's like damn it okay fine (laughs) his glasses on way down on his nose to like magnify he's like (laughs) working on something down there it's like no that's bruce banner yeah and it's like i guess fine here we go (laughs) (laughs) um and again not i don't want it to sound like i'm talking any sort of crap about mark ruffalo because i think he does a really good job too in a completely different way Mm -hmm. like if you look at them side by side it almost feels like Mark Ruffalo's version of the Hulk is if you had gotten Michael Sarah to play the Hulk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like looking looking at you have Edward Norton who's like, this is the way it's gotta go. Like people are gonna get hurt. I can't do the thing. And then you have Mark Ruffalo who's like, eh, I'm the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. That's just that's that's what it feels like to me. No, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. You th- look at the Avengers, like, you know, one of Mark Ruffalo's big lines in that is like, that's my secret captain. I'm always angry kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you get that delivery from Mark Ruffalo. That That's not the same type of line that I feel Edward Norton would say. Edward Norton would be more like, you know, uh, I, I, I just like I, I, I have to break certain things in my mind to get to that place, captain. And here we go. Kind of, thing. you know, like, yeah, it, it's a different it's a different read altogether. Yeah, and the that line though, that's the secret cap. That's my secret cap. I'm always angry. Um, I like that they set that line up mm-hmm. because at the end of the Incredible Hulk, there's the whole thing out in Canada where he's just like, "All right, let's get to know him," <laughs> which is like, also a great little Easter egg for comic book readers because you know Canada is uh, home to Wolverine, and Wolverine first appeared in the Incredible Hulk comic books. Like it's it's a I didn't catch that. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, I didn't put that together. That's pretty cool, though. 
So, uh, Liv Tyler uh, being uh, Betty Ross in this, I I know it's a internet thing, but one of the cool little stories that come out of this because in the Eric Bana Ang Lee two thousand five Hulk movie, uh, Jennifer Connelly plays um, Betty Ross, and I guess before. According to the internet, because you know how truthful the internet always is, yeah. I, I guess before Liv Tyler took the role, she called up Jennifer Connelly because they were friends from being in uh, inventing the Abbots together in the late '90s, and asked, okay. and "It's like, are you cool with me, you know, taking this role?" And she's like, "Yeah, have a, have a good time," because you know, obviously, Universal made that movie in it's somewhere around 2004, 2005, and it just did not do well. Because it's it's it was a, I would tell you this: if Angley were to make that movie now, it I think it would do a lot better than it did back then. Because it was, a, I think it was a lot before its time. I'm guessing you didn't see that one either. I didn't. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> and I think I'm on a trend of like, maybe the Hulk is maybe it's a good thing that the Hulk doesn't get its own stand. <laughs> I probably wouldn't go see it. You know, and that's the thing. I I feel like with the Hulk he works best as a side character. Like right now, what is it? What's the book that's doing super well? That's uh, the incredible Hulk book. It's um, the horrendous monstrous, incredible Hulk. They're the men- the it's, it's some kind of like ugly word uh, for Hulk, but like it's, I know it's doing incredibly well. People are loving this book, but the thing is, is that as a standalone character, it's always kind of the same with him. Like, it's like, ah, oh, I need to stay, you know, Bruce Banner. I need to be me. And then, oh no, I need to protect these people. So I have to be Hulk up. But then I also destroy something. So I'm, I'm a monster, like at the same time, even though I was just helping people. So it's like, to me, it's always that TV show back in the day, the old 70s, 60s, 70s, uh, Incredible Hulk show where, uh, you know, he's, he's just moving from town to town. Uh, Immortal Hulk. It- yeah, I was just about to say, is it the Immortal Hulk? Yeah, I guess it's not an ugly word. It's just Immortal. <laughs> but yeah, the Immortal Hulk, that's uh, that's doing really well. So while we're talking about the Hulk this week, um, I was thinking about it. How would you feel if we ended up doing a Planet Hulk arc? I mean, we. I mean, that's kind of what the, Thor Ragnarok was, right? Like you got a piece of it. Like a very a small piece of it. of it, yeah. I would like, love, I would love a Planet Hulk movie, and then and then go right into World War Hulk. Like I think that's a great idea. I think it could be a lot of fun. Um, it would be a good chance to put the Hulk like in the spotlight um, to get around the Universal rule. Make them Avengers movies, so we have the ensemble cast. Um, you would do Planet Hulk. Hey, you could do it as a two-parter at the end of part one. They shoot him into space. Uh, <laughs> and then part two is him just like, ah, ha, 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 being the Hulk out in space. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could do it like, make it a Silver Surfer movie. Like, the Silver Ooh. Surfer comes and grabs him and takes him back to Scar. And like, hey, you know you have a kid out here because of the last time you were here. And you left him alone. So then you get Sakar, which I believe is the name of his kid. And, and... You you just do it that way. It's a Silver Surfer movie where, like, the Hulk and Silver Surfer have to raise this son together, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, Scar. 
S K A A R is his son. Yes, I always said Sakar, but it's you know yeah, it's, written, I, like, it's written. So when you, you put say the two they, A's next to each other. Is it one like long A? Is it like Scar? <laughs> Scar. It probably. Do you, say the, do you say the A twice? I think so. Scar. <laughs> Scar. I don't know. That's Scar. weird. I, didn't, I never thought about that. Like if they put the apostrophe there between the A's, then I would get it. <laughs> Sorry, super super off topic there. Nothing's uh, off topic. <laughs> uh, but I'd be I'd be here for that. Yeah. Um, I also think it'd be a really good way to showcase the Hulk's power. Yes. Because we see him a lot as like, well, I'm the Hulk. Time to break things up. I can throw a building, but you don't. I feel like we haven't gotten like a good look at the magnitude that we're dealing with when we deal with the Hulk. That's fair. When, when this, this movie also had other side characters. Cause you had, like you said, you had Tim Blake Nelson as uh, the possible um, leader or eventual mm-hmm. leader. Uh, Doc Samson is in this movie. He's Betty's boyfriend at the, t- you know, during, oh, yeah, yeah. during this and in the, in the comic books, that's that you know he he he. I don't know. I remember how he gets Hulk strength, but it's all like based out of his hair, kind of like Samson from the Bible. So his hair is green. <laughs> He's a psychologist still, and he they often often use him as like the superhero psychologist. So whenever superheroes need someone to talk to because they're suffering from some form of PTSD or whatever, like they have him there. But he had super strength. Or almost Hulk Hulk uh, level strength, but unless someone cut his hair, then his strength was zapped, like kind of thing. Because oh. we needed to go back to that well of Samson from the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Um, Which is played by Ty Burrell. Like this is pre um, modern, family. modern Family. Yeah. <laughs> do you think he could do this now? Like if this movie happened now, do you think Ty Burrell could be? Could be Doc Samson. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he would want to. Like it's. It's such a small role, and you know, it. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be worth his time because I mean, he's a multi Emmy winner now, I believe, because of Modern Family. Yeah. And, and it's one of the highest rated shows, and you know, it's just ending, so he might come back for like a cameo role, but there wasn't. I don't think there's enough there for him to actually appreciate it or or want to do it, kind of thing. So, question <clears throat> with the Universal deal here. Is that why they had to recast? So from what I understand is that Edward Norton has it in his contract a very specific way that uh, he gets final cut on uh, on all scripts. And when, even though it's not a Hulk movie, it was the Avengers movie, uh, if he was going to come over, like he would have to get the final cut on, on how the Avengers was written. And I'm sure, you know, uh, Marvel Studios just... Marvel Studios and Disney just didn't want that. If that's yeah, what that's if that's true, what I heard, yeah. So he just he backed out. He's like, no, I'm, I'm okay. I don't need to be in this movie, uh, kind of thing. And they went to Mark Ruffalo. That kind of sucks. Yeah, because I was like, hold on, they didn't recast Thunderbolt Ross, <laughs> right? So I was trying to like in my head, it was like, okay, the deal is he can't be like they can't do standalone. Hulk movies, so it makes sense. Like, you can't get the same actor because he's locked in over here, or like whatever. And then I was like, no, no, hold on. I think that would go true for all of the like major characters in the movie, but 
But if we have the same guy, then that goes out the window. Yeah, exactly. And I'm actually really surprised Liv Tyler hasn't showed up in any movies um, past, upset about past this as Betty Ross. I'm guessing it's because they decided to go with the whole Bruce Banner, uh, Red Red Widow, Black Widow uh, um, kind of romance. Not my favorite choice for them to make. No, not really. I, I, I would have preferred more Liv Tyler. Like, yeah. Thank you. I I mean I I get that like that that could kind of get old like the whole he's pining for her kind of thing and she can never be with him because you never know when he's gonna hurt her but like if you're gonna uh, he, he's Hulk Banner now he's fine yeah it's just true yeah he's he's smart Hulk now so he can he can totally be in his own fight I I know we're not gonna get we're not there yet because that's all the way in in game but I. I don't know if I I like the idea of him being permanent smart Hulk. Like I I like how it it's made his story arc so to speak. Yeah. But, but I feel like you get to the point where the Hulk is so before he's smart Hulk, he's 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 complete reaction, right? Like he yeah. is action, he he sees something, he stops it or he sees something, he does something. Banner is more in his head he's intellectual he thinks about everything first so would you have the hulk jumping to save uh, a falling iron man if banner was sitting there like trying to figure out the correct trajectory and all that stuff so that banner doesn't get or so that tony stark doesn't get hurt when he's falling through the sky well i think that plays into the like jekyll and hyde aspect that is the hulk mm-hmm. of like if he came to terms with himself as the Hulk and he can now live in like, like harmony of the duality. Mm -hmm. Then does, does that mean that he's more spontaneous at this point? Cause like to be able to sustain that, there would have to be some give and take. Yeah, no. Yeah. I guess that's true. I just, I, I just think about like if someone throws a ball at your face, right. And you're not, you don't think about it. You just put your hand up to catch it. You catch it, right? But as soon yeah. as you start to think about it, now your 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 hand is reacting slower. Like you're you're like, oh, I should probably catch, and then boom, you're you're hitting the face before <laughs> you you can beat your hand up because you started to think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's the only thing that I see could be like, but obviously, being smart is not a bad thing. You know, he's no. he's going to be able to think about how to lift the truck off a person without hurting them kind of thing. I don't know. It's just, it's just a thing that was in my head after Endgame. And it's, it's not my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I really wish that they would have been like, make him at peace with being the Hulk. Right. That's totally cool. Right. I just wish that it was more of a, he had control as to when he hulked out. Yes. So he didn't have to be angry anymore. He could just Hulk. Yeah, I think once you get to Thor Ragnarok, you you know he's 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 got as Hulk, he has full sentences, like he's he's able to hold down conversations and stuff like that. I think that's that's the best that I would want from the Hulk. Like, yeah, I didn't like I didn't like Bruce Banner in the lab as the Hulk, right? Because like, how are those big hands gonna do those <laughs> like delicate things? <laughs> Science is a delicate job. Yes, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> you're working with time travel you have big ass hulk hands just like smashing time how you want it to be <laughs> and then just like the 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 quips and and you know funny lines coming out of the hulk's mouth just doesn't quite sit where you like 
he's like, good job. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, if it, it all works or it doesn't work, it, there's no in between. Like, you know, it's just weird. Or make him, make him Hulk banner, like make him smart Hulk and then just make him like significantly depressed. <laughs> Just because he can't pick up things normal, like him sitting in that that restaurant just eating like a normal person seems so weird. Like you would think the ba- the booth underneath him would just crush, just give way. Yeah, like, yeah, or make him like significantly depressed because now there's nothing to chase in life. Ooh, wow, that that's pretty deep. Because like he spent how much time trying to like achieve this equilibrium, and now he's just like, well, I've done it. I can't die. <laughs> I'm going to outlive everybody. That's true. Well, uh, <laughs> do you, well, do you think that because he's smart, it's taken away any of his strength or any of his like invulnerability? Like, do you, do, does it give way like some for the other? Cause it's definitely getting just like from what we're seeing, what we're shown in, in game is that he's getting all the benefits, none of the weaknesses, but if it's a mixture of the two, shouldn't there be some of the weaknesses too? Like, shouldn't some of it downgrade? Dumb him down. Dumb him down. <laughs> Dumb him down. We need you to build time travel. Okay. Not possible. <laughs> I, I'm just, cool. And it just completely botches it. <laughs> well, that's like, I, that's one thing I always find funny in comic books. I mean, and I know it's, it's comic books, but like, as soon as you you label one character as a scientist, now they know all science. Like all science. Yes, like like uh, Beast, Doctor Hank McCoy, one of my favorite characters in, in comic books. You know, period. He would definitely have a, a doctorate in biology. You know, kind of thing, like some kind of that thing where he'd be or genetics, where he's studying the the human genome and DNA and stuff like that. But now he's also got to be the one that fixes, you know, all the machinery and comes up with AI and, you know, things that are totally not the same type of science. <laughs> yeah. And like like I like that they didn't go to that, like too far into that with Hank Pym. Mhm. Well, they're like Hank Pym, he studies really really small things. Yes. <laughs> and that's all he talks about. That's is it. Really really small things. <laughs> And, and like what they're trying to get Bruce Banner to do is physics stuff and he's a biologist. Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. It's we need you to fix fi- we need you to fix physics. Mitochondria is the powerhouse <laughs> of the cell. <laughs> Thank you Bruce, but what about physics? Nuclei. <laughs> like that's There we go. It doesn't, yeah, does does not make any sense. No, uh, that's that. I always felt like that was the point of having all of these different smart people. Exactly. Like, like I get it with 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 Reed Richards because he's just supposed to be kind of this like all around super genius. Um, but I feel like he also they also keep him in just the uh, inventing things kind of category. That's why he's always had that trouble with changing. Uh, Ben Grimm back because that's biology and it's not really his forte. You know what I mean? And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm so okay with that. <laughs> Be like, dude, Ben Grimm, you want to go back? Talk to beast. Yeah, like, exactly. Go, go, talk, go talk to Hank McCoy. He is all <laughs> over that human genome. And he'd probably be really down to study you. <laughs> and then boom, now we have a spinoff series. That's the thing in beast. I'm all for it. 
Okay, Marvel, I'm going to say it again. If you want these fresh ideas, uh, you can get at me on Twitter. I'm not hard to get in, not hard to get in touch with at all. You can, you can um, definitely find him. Yeah, and I'll if you do that, I'll I'll tweet at Mitch and go, "Hey, I got us a new job." Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to ask you about the 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 look of this movie. This movie was directed by Louis Latier. I believe that's how you say his name. Um, before this, he'd made the two, uh, the two, the first two Transporter movies: the Transporter, Transporter Two, Jason Statham, uh, Unleashed with, uh, uh, oh, why am Jet Li? You know, um, after this, he makes Now You See Me, Clash of the Titans, the Brothers Grimsby. I really like the look in this movie, especially the scene where you have the Hulk fighting, um the guy who becomes abomination tim roth before he becomes the abomination when they're out in that that field mm-hmm. you know in uh, at the college yeah uh like that scene blonsky that's his name like that scene is so cool it made me like say yes we can finally do a captain america movie look at the way that, that, that they're filming this and how he's moving and fighting this beast that is he, like three times larger than him it it just looked and felt real like to me yeah um <clears throat> i don't think at any point i saw anything in particular that made me go wow this movie is dated okay that's good like it, it holds up you look at the hulk and he's a little cartoony yeah but like i'm okay with it like that's fine um that's a, that is also the, that is also an interesting thing sorry to cut you off uh look, the this particular hulk like the green on him is a little bit more pale I don't know if you notice that from like the later iterations when we get to the Avengers. Yeah, he he's not like a sh- bright shiny green. He's like a dull fleshy green. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely in, which is a stark stark change from the Ang Lee 2004 uh Hulk, which is like a, neon. Yeah, it's almost like Slimer green. Like it was Yeah. It's a very strange it was a very strange color, but like yeah, this this one I I I I don't know. I liked it. I liked the fleshy looking green and not that I don't I like the, the great. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he looked fantastic as far as the direction of this movie. Like you were asking, mm-hmm. I can definitely see like the transporter vibes in the action, in the action sequences. Mm-hmm. It's really fast. It's not like shaky, but it's not steady at the same time. It's, right. It's incredibly well choreographed. <laughs> like, I want to know. I, I, I'm probably going to look it up after this, but I want to know how Tim Roth did the scene in the field where he was fighting. Like, I want to know how they how they shot that. How are you, how are you supposed to do a scene like that against like uh, an analog? Right. You know what I mean, yeah, like you, you, they, you know, they had like a, they probably had like a dude with the stick with a tennis ball on the top of it. That that's what, probably ten feet up in the air, and he has to act against that. Not only act against it, against it, but fight it, like for, yeah. fight something that's not going to be there, and exactly. hold his own. Like it's not like mo- the the rest of the char- the background extra characters are you know they run up they get hit they go falling flying backwards no he has to keep fighting and and do jumps and kicks and all kinds of crazy stuff yeah and by the way that scene in the field has one of my favorite shots in like all of the mcu oh yeah and that 
and that's where uh, Blonsky just gets kicked in the chest and flies into the tree. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't ready. And it was just like, he's like, is that all you got? Is that all you got? And the Hulk's just like, okay. Wow. And I'm like, oh. Because <laughs> it's like if that kick doesn't already kill you, he slams into that tree and you see his arms and legs just kind of ragdoll around it. Yeah. So you know every bone in his body is broken. And then they, right after that, it's like, yeah, every bone in his body is broken. Like he, he graveled him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the direct line is, Every bone in his body looks like gravel right now. Like God, but in that same scene, like to prove the point of the of Project Rebirth, right? In that same scene, he's already making a fist. Yes, exactly. He's all like suspended um, and like rubber banded to keep that tension so that everything can set and whatnot. And he's already like, "All right, here we go, back at it." Yep. And it's like, oh my god, (laughs) ow. First off, I know it's a comic book movie, but your nerves are done. Yeah. There's no coming back from that. You are now abomination that feels no pain. Uh, you are now a bad guy, like a James Bond bad guy. Which would be kind of cool if they were to have like included an Easter egg to this in Doctor Strange. Because, you know, oh, maybe they did. Because they do talk about a, a soldier. I don't remember. We'll have to think about that. We'll have to check that out when we get to Doctor Strange because yeah. in Doctor Strange, he's like when he's going over the cases that he could take over, like he, or he could go over or work his magic on <laughs> magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, you know, there's one of them is like a soldier that broke his back or something like that, and it's like maybe that was the one that because it's supposed to take pay, place further back in in the timeline before he goes to is that further. It, I don't know if it's that far back, but it's definitely further back. All I know is we still have long hair Thor in that one, like in the sting. <laughs> yeah. Wait. No. Is it not long hair Thor in that sting? No, the sting is in Iron Man the 2. Where he, where he has the mug that just keeps refilling. Oh, you're talking about in Doctor in, Strange. In Doctor Strange. Yes, you're right. You still have long hair Thor. Yeah, there, you still have so long, hair, long hair Thor there. Yeah. It's before Ragnarok. Well, that makes sense because chronologically it came out before Ragnarok, but like that's to, to put it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm yeah. upset. I confused myself. <laughs> well, I just mean the beginning part of Doctor Strange before he has his accident is earlier in the MCU line, and then he has his accident. So then you know that there's a bunch of time that passes while he's injured, and then there's a bunch of time that passes while he studies at uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum in Tibet. So. There's got to be a the, the he it can't all happen in the just the one year of 2016 no, no or whenever that came, that movie came out. Uh, there's no way. No. <laughs> Absolutely no way. So if they bring back the abomination for a uh, future phase 4 movie, do you want him to be ch- able to change back into Neil Emil Blonsky, which I think was the thing was that in even though they used uh, and Edward Norton to mocap for the Hulk, they didn't use uh, Tim Roth to mocap for Abomination. I don't believe. Hmm. So, would you want Emil, or yeah, would you want Emil Blomkamp to show up in in the future movies, or just keep the the Abomination? Oh, I think it'd be really cool to get Emil Blomsky back. Oh, um, Blomsky, you're not Blomkamp. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I feel like this would be a really good way. 
because we're already changing a bunch. We've changed a bunch of stuff from comic books again. Expanded universe, whatever. It's another universe, so things can work differently. Yeah. Um, make him function like Bane. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Like. Uh, so he, like he's he's already a deadly soldier, and he's proven incredibly capable. So now you just give him like a little dose of venom. You know what I mean? Like you just you you hype him up a little bit. He goes all abomination, and now you got yourself an even bigger threat. Yeah, and if you were especially, to, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say if you if you were to bring him in as a Thunderbolt, like you were saying, you know, Thunderbolt Ross could totally use some type of machinery device to keep it so that you know only you only get to activate uh, your your Hulk, your Abomination when I say so, like kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I think that'd be perfect. Which I think they kind of do that in the comic books when they did the U.S. Avengers, like with the with the Red Hulk, not the Thunderbolt Ross Red Hulk, but the other general that they they the second Red Hulk that they had. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, this would also, uh, you could play off of him as like a junkie for it. Yo, that's good. Yeah, where like Ross now controls his like his Fix. dose. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because when he was talking to uh, Sam Stearns, he was already tweaked out of his mind. Oh yeah, on this stuff, he's sweating. His skin looks bad. He has real big, like real big, heavy dark circles under his eyes. And <clears throat> the line there is, uh, "You look like you're on a little something yourself, there, bud." <laughs> and, and Tim Blake Nelson delivers that line superbly. Like so great, so good. <laughs> but I like that uh, they. That that portrayal from from Tim Blake Nelson is so like true neutral. I'm just in it for the science. Oh yeah, like I don't care what happens to you. I just want to see it. <laughs> I'm I'm so on board for that. Where he's like, I can do it, and I know you're down because you are already jacked up. So, <laughs> um, I think that could be really fun because now uh, they also proved that Abomination still has full cognitive ability mm-hmm. in the way of he's speaking full sentences as abomination during the last fight in the incredible Hulk where he's just taunting Bruce and taunting Bruce and taunting Bruce up until, you know, he gets choked out with a big S chain <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and there you go. Which I, I also love that fight scene that the final fight scene of them fighting in the, uh, on the, in, in the, I'm guessing Brooklyn or, you know, whatever burb of New York city that's supposed to be. But the best part of that that scene is when they when he first gets pushed out of the helicopter. Like it's like oh, shit. he thinks he's gonna change, and then wait, his eyes are like, oh fuck, it, I'm not changing. And then he, and then you know he does when he get when he hit, right before he hits the ground. Uh, that plays back to the whole I put the like the the Hulk spat the bullet out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the idea of him. The, the the two of them coming at each other and there's no big blue beam of energy into the sky you know like which tends to happen at the end of a lot of comic book uh superhero movies which i get it it's like these things are bigger than life how else what else what's what's something that's bigger than life that you can show on screen it's it's something like that but it's not that that doesn't happen in this it's two of them fighting it out duking it out and you know he, him having to take over enough to the point where he doesn't kill the abomination. Yeah. And I like how small scale this movie felt for Everything two felt right here. Everything yeah. felt 
like nobody outside of this one block radius is going to know what's happening. No, no. Like this, this has no big repercussions on like what's happening next week. <laughs> this has like none of that. It is all isolated instance. And I like that. I kind of miss it. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I think I, I do think that we're going to get back to that in phase four, phase four, phase five. I think you're going to see a lot more because obviously now in this world of the MCU, People are used to superhero fights, you know, big extravagant things. I mean, the whole city of Sokovia went into the air and came flying back down to almost destroy (laughs) the earth. Uh, So people understand like they're they're going to there's a very good possibility, especially if you live in New York, that you might be a casualty of of some kind of fight or something. But I think you'll see further down there, at least in these next two phases where the stories will be more centralized. Cause especially since we don't have any Avenger movies coming out anytime soon, or at least that's what they've said. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you'll, you'll see anything like that. I'm really, I just want mutants. <laughs> like in this whole world that's going on, the fact that we don't have mutants in the MCU at least not called mutants, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like cuz we had Quicksilver, but we have Quick we had Quicksilver and we have Scarlet Witch, but they're not mutants. No, they're miracles. <laughs> yes. Like I want them. I no I I I want them too and I I think I want Fantastic Four just a little bit more, but I do want the mutants to show up. And so here's a question though with the new mutants, uh the movie which has uh-huh. been pushed back, I believe it's it's like two years late at this point from its premiere. Um, uh, I think August is its newest uh, release date, if that happens. <laughs> and I know this is not possible at all. Like I know they've said that it's not going to have any connection to the MCU. It's literally the last thing that's going to ever be connected to that Fox X-Men universe. But if they were... Bridget, just Bridget. Right? Just, Wouldn't you be all for Bridget. it? I'm so here for it because Days of Future Past let us go back to X-Men 3 and fix all the stupid stuff that happened there. <laughs> um, so, like, that universe has self-corrected, mm-hmm. more or less. Doesn't mean it was all good. I mean, pretty much everything after X-Men 2 was kind of garbage in my <laughs> opinion. I like I liked X-Men Last Stand. I, I know I'm one of the only people that does, but I did. And I really like First Class. First Class is probably my favorite okay, out of all the fair. movies. Yeah. First Class was really good. Um, I wasn't a fan of Apocalypse. Oh no, that's a garbage movie. <clears throat> yeah, um, and I didn't, I didn't even bother seeing Dark Phoenix. Yo, that's that's fair. It's 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 they tried to scale back on it, but you're scaling back on literally a cosmic entity. Like it yeah. seems weird. So if you bridge the universe, right? If you if you use new mutants to get us into the MCU, mm-hmm. then we already have Phoenix in that universe. That's what I'm saying. We have cosmic entities, which means it's not super far fetched for Galactus to come strolling around, <laughs> uh, strolling around through the Milky Way, going, "I like that. That's it, mine." And I'm I really, hungry. I really think like if you were just to film an after credit scene of Scarlet Witch showing up at either Scarlet Witch or Doctor Strange showing up at this hospital where these kids are being held or you know treated, whatever you want to call it. I don't know how that movie ends or goes or whatever, but she shows up, says, hey, uh, I know what you're going through kind of thing. That's all you need. Like, yeah, it, you've um, bridged the two, the two universes now. Yeah, and uh, 
Or you could do it through the WandaVision TV show. Or, yeah, totally bring them over to, to the WandaVision TV show. Like, it makes sense. Like, she's she's the perfect avenue to do it because she is also a mutant, or at least supposed to be, and then is a part of the Avengers universe, like this MCU Avengers universe. And we don't even have to call them mutants in this universe. If you want to call them miracles, that's fine. Because that also gives us a really fun, like, dynamic mm-hmm. as far as, like, the social norms of mutants. Yeah. Like, the the going term is miracle. You're going to have people who are anti-mutant that are going to come up with awful things to call them that are a play on, that are whatever the opposite of a miracle is. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like, they're... If we we have ways. Well, Am I going to be a little bit annoyed that they're not a mutant? Damn right. <laughs> Am I going to get over it? Sure. Well, I mean, you you would definitely you you could use what's already precedent in the comic books of you know calling them you know spawns of Satan or something you know the devil's work like that would definitely be the opposite of a miracle like something that the devil yeah. created like it it makes complete sense. And I'm I'm so here for it. <laughs> I feel like uh, Endgame would have been too busy. Like and like part one and two there, like so Infinity War and Endgame would have been too busy if we introduced mutants. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they would have fit in so well in that. Oh yeah. Like Scott, like, okay, at least give us like Storm, since we're in Wakanda. I mean, it would it would fit. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> give us Storm and give us Scott Summers. Or if you don't want to give us Scott Summers, give us um, you can give us a side mutant at that point, like a B lister. You know what I mean? Somebody to let us go. Somebody to let us know that they exist. You know what? Give it. You should have gave us sex twenty three. Like give us okay. Laura. Like that would have been give, awesome. And give us an adult version of her because we just. Oh no! If we can't do that because old man Logan is way in the future from there. Yeah, that's Never true. Mind. I mean, Damn. yeah, but but that, <laughs> but Logan sets itself as, like apart from the rest of the X, the Fox X Men movies. Like it says that the mm-hmm. other stuff was just movies like kind of thing like yeah they made movies about us back in the day but they're garbage they didn't know the truth like it sets it itself outside of its own universe mm-hmm. um other mutants that we could do uh nah never mind that she just showed up in deadpool i was gonna say psylocke no uh, no she showed up in x-men she was in apocalypse was she in apocalypse yeah okay that's how much i didn't pay attention to <laughs> <laughs> um, but still give us psylocke because Psylocke is badass. Psylocke would have been cool. Um, and we're in that part of the world where it wouldn't make too it wouldn't be too crazy for her to just kind of like be around somewhere no. or even through Doctor Strange if he was like I saw you in one of the timelines you're coming with me. <laughs> like, he's easy write-ins. Or if you didn't even want to get an act- actor or actress to play anybody, you just give us a CGI nightcrawler who just comes yes. bamfing in and grabbing people and then dropping them on Thanos or Thanos' army kind of thing. There we go. And then after the fact, you give us an actor because that Nightcrawler and Tom Holland Spider-Man are going to be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I can hear it. I'm just like, you can teleport. That is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then he pulls the whole like science nerd thing like he did in uh, Far From Home where he's just like, the, the ramifications of being able to teleport and, you know, grabbing space from here and taking it over there is, is huge. That's why you make that Banff noise because you're you're adding in, you know, matter to a place where matter didn't exist. Like, like I love it. Then we can, down the line, uh, this is huge speculation, down the line we have a little bit more adult Peter who's still really smart. Now, see, this is where we're talking about uh, your your geniuses having different specifications because we could get Reed Richards and we could get Peter Parker. Reed Richards is the inventor. 
Peter Parker is the physicist, right? <laughs> I love it. And then we build the machine that they put on Nightcrawler to see where he goes. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get the hell dimension <laughs> or yes. limbo or whatever it's called. <laughs> Wherever it is, Marvel, you got to call me, man. (laughs) (laughs) Get me on the phone. Let me in that writer's room. I don't have to write anything in the script. Just let me give you ideas and pay me too much money for this. I will just walk up to the the blackboard. I will put the idea up there and be like, boom, this is it. Go. Like, you're the other writers. Smack. You're welcome. (laughs) You're going to put three stacks in my hand right there. And then when people get mad because my movie idea sucked, it's not on me. You're the one that write it. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> I was the idea man. Idea <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as much as we both uh, love Tim Blake Nelson, would yes. you love? Because they obviously tease it in the movie. Would you have loved to? See, would you like to see the leader in future uh, MCU movies? Let me Google real quick to make sure I have the right names in my head. Okay, the leader. He's green like. He's green like the Incredible Hulk, but no muscle. His brain is just super huge. That's why the the serum, the blood, the Hulk's blood falls into that open wound oh, on his head. Pulses. Yeah, and it pulses. So okay. the idea is supposed to be that he gets even more intelligent than he already was. I'm here for it. I mean, where do you where would you see him popping up? Like, where, would that be another Thunderbolt? Would that be? Would he be his own? villain because we don't we're not going to have a hulk movie for him to be to go up against who would you see him going up against um i think a lot of villains right now can be introduced or added or whatever you want to do um can be done through thunderbolts okay through the uh through the thunderbolts you can do what are uh any bad guy ensemble yeah yeah you could you could just toss him in there at this point I, I don't think, um, especially for somebody like the, the leader who we've seen, mm-hmm. if we keep Tim Blake Nelson, then we don't need to introduce him again. I like that. We don't need to introduce him again. Yeah. He's like he's so by the wayside mm-hmm. that he's just like, hey, I'm here. And then you can even have Bruce Banner be like, what? He's like, <laughs> hey, that time you bled on my head. And uh, thanks, man. You know, just something like small in passing. That kind of gives you the idea. Oh, we've seen him before. So I, I was thinking, um, since we don't, you know, he wouldn't be matching wits with uh, with Bruce Banner, and Tony Stark is dead in this universe. What if what if the Ant Man, the third Ant Man movie, is him as the villain? And you know, like it's it's we have Ant Man and Wasp, we have the Paul Rudd and. Evangeline Jilly characters there to do all the fighting, but this is more of a battle what's between uh the leader and Hank Pym. Like uh what's what is the, what is the actor? Michael Douglas. Like the two of them have to are just straight up having to outthink each other over and over. Having to outthink each other, and then that means you can pair the leader with another villain, like a muscle. Yeah. So the, that way you have the leader versus the Hank Pym, and then you have Ant Man the Wasp versus other bad guy whoever muscle is yeah fill yeah, it in then they're just playing a game of chess back and forth back and forth of like oh the leader's gonna do this you gotta go stop him and he's like haha you thought <laughs> i was going to but really i'm poisoning children <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> yeah that's what I, I mean that's exactly what i would love i mean i love the ant-man movies like the ant-man 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 the wasp i think they're great they're they're great like palate cleansers for 
Uh, and we'll get to that when we talk about those ones, but because they came right after the huge movies, you know. So they're such small stories, especially that first one is a is a heist movie. Like it's totally different than the rest of the MCU to to that point. And we'll talk about it when we get there. But God damn, do I love Paul Rudd? Right, treasure. You know, absolute, national treasure, absolute American treasure. <laughs> He's a world treasure. Like the entire world needs to stop and go. Thank you, Paul Red. So when you hear this, say that out loud with me right now. Thank you, Paul Red. And he'll he'll feel it resonate through the universe, and he'll go. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, it's funny, and once again, we'll talk about it when we get there. But you know, you at that point, you already have Captain America. And you already had Thor. So you saw Chris Evans and you saw Chris Hemsworth both bulk up more than what they already were. But to me, yeah. it doesn't hit. It doesn't, the two of them aren't like, oh, you know, they went through strenuous, you know, working out because to that, to me, they were already pretty fit dudes. Like they were, they just had to work out more. Uh, you get to Guardians, which I believe Guardians comes out before Ant Man. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it does. Like you already saw. Um, Chris Pratt become fucking Chris Pratt, you know, the way that he looks yeah. now, uh, f- going from Andy Dwyer to um, Star Lord. But he did that in for Zero Dark Thirty, where he plays a Navy SEAL. Like, he lost all that weight for that movie. He he, he got all that muscle, muscle for that movie. So, like, it wasn't a big surprise. You get to Ant Man, and this is Paul Rudd, who wasn't a schlub, but he's not. <laughs> he's not a dude that you see working out like often. And there's the scene where he's like, you know, he's, he's tending to his wounds with no shirt on. He's, he's turned to the point where his abs are just super flexed and he's got the, the, the bicep, you know, bulging and stuff. And you're like, damn, what's Marvel doing over there? They're just taking comedic actors and, <laughs> and then they turn them into Adonis's and then, Jump to a few years later, and Camille Nanjani is now a fucking god. Like the dude is ripped upon ripped. <laughs> who, who is he playing? He's he's gonna play. Um, he's gonna be playing a character in Eternals coming up. Like, oh, okay, yeah. He his movie his yeah. MCU movie hasn't come out yet, but damn, I was like, did where he... did I miss Camille Nanjani? <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> no, he's just been posting pictures of himself. He's like, I put in yeah. a lot of work. Damn it. Yeah, and okay. So last thing on Paul Rudd, and then we can keep talking about the Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. Uh, for that transformation, like you were talking about, he went from America's like boy next door to America's like the heartthrob. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Like I was, I I always think of Paul Rudd as the as his character from uh, Clueless. He's the older yeah. brother. Like I mean, I know she ends up falling in love with him and stuff, but like the beginning of the movie, he's just the older, annoying brother. And that's kind of what I always think of Paul Rudd. And then now, yeah, boom. He's like, you need me to work on that? You know, I'm going to pull this hose over here for you kind of thing. <laughs> oh, Mr. Rudd, <laughs> I have some things for you to do. <laughs> I must clutch my pearls. <laughs> like, you put me in the same room as that man now, and it's just no words and giggles. <laughs> so, uh, Yes, we have we have Thunderbolt Ross coming back. Uh, well, he came back for uh, Endgame. He came. Uh, we, we know he's going to be in Black Widow. We have. Um, uh, oh, he came back for Civil War first, right? He was Civil War then Endgame. Am I right? Yeah, because he's the like he's, voice behind the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we want 
Tim Blake Nelson to come back. We want Liv Tyler to come back. Absolutely. We want Tim Roth to come back. We have ideas where they can come back. Um, uh, what was the, what was the other one? Oh, Samson. Yeah, we don't really know. We don't really need yeah. him to come back. It'd be a nice little nod, but it's not. It's not needed. It'd be a cool nod. It's not needed, and I don't think we need Samson like the character. Right. Right. Um, if he's still just a regular everyday dude, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then so Martin Starr's character in that movie. He plays the college student that gets the free pizza from Edward Norton when he delivers it because he goes to the university. (laughs) They, they, people try. I don't know if it's an official MCU thing, but they say that he, he is the same character when he's in Spider Man as, uh, uh, Spider Man Far From Home as Peter's teacher that takes him on the field trip to Italy. I would love that. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Oh, he's also in Spider Man Homecoming. He's the teacher that takes him to DC. Can can this be a thing? I, I mean, Please? that's that's what people say. It's it's the internet, so you know. I am, I subscribe. <laughs> I subscribe. You can't change my mind. That's fantastic. I mean, could you uh, imagine you're 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 a student at Ivy University? You're you're sitting there in the computer lab working on something. Someone gives you a free pizza, and then mere moments later, there is a big military fight where the Hulk shows up in your school or like at your university, do you quit that day? Do you're like, Oh man, I have this weird PTSD. And then, or did you get your teaching degree and just go to a, a school in Queens? And now Spider-Man shows up all the time. Like kind of thing. <laughs> at that point you're thinking, what did I do? <laughs> what, what did I do? Why am I here? Why does this all keep happening to me? Why, why am I happen? sad? <laughs> why did my wife leave me? Why did I, why did I drop my camera in the ocean when I was in Venice? Why? <laughs> why do I have heartburn? It was probably that pizza that guy gave me that one time. <laughs> That's true. It's what I learned. I was lactose intolerant. Why do I have an, a perfume allergy? Oh, it's from when the Hulk attacked my school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's it's. Uh, it, I like I like it when you when you you can make those connections. So I would love to see these characters show up again, um, in any way they can. Now, do do does Universal hold those characters the same way that they hold the Hulk? Like they can they not show up in other MCU movies? I have no clue, no idea. But I don't I I don't see why we can't touch them again. Well, Thunderbolt. He keeps showing up, so they must not. Yeah. They must not. Um, I will say the Stan Lee cameo in this movie, fantastic. Another good one. Absolutely. It was just masterpiece. <laughs> oh, God, I drank a soda and it's spicy. <laughs> it causes him to Hulk out. Like, you don't get to. I would love to have seen the CGI scene where, the, where Stan Lee turns into a Hulk character and just busts through his house. For him. Right? They have to have made it for him. I, I mean,. I know this is at the beginning, but he would—he was already doing Stanley cameos at that point because he didn't for the X Men movies, he didn't for the Spider Man movies. So you would think, oh, he did it for the Daredevil movie too. But it would have been cool if they were just to have done he that for him. Oh, that. <laughs> we don't. Hey, I like that Daredevil movie. So, so did there. You? Oh yeah, I like. I've been at. I mean, at first I was like, I don't, I don't see Ben Affleck as the character, but I, I liked it. I was here for it. Ben Affleck didn't do poorly. It was the whole movie that was a train wreck. <laughs> I still liked it. <laughs> One thing I people at home, you're, whoever's listening, you're not going to see this, but Mitch, you can see me right now. My biggest problem was just bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that whole rendition of bullseye was 
just a mistake in, in, a, in almost every point of the way of the word, but uh, you have to forgive it. It was the early 2000s. We didn't know any better. I have to forgive it? <laughs> we put it on a wall as a sign that says, we don't do this anymore. <laughs> hey, it lives up on the shelf with Green Lantern. This The day we're recording this, they make an announcement on the internet that Zack Snyder is going to get his cut of the Justice League to come out next year. So there are people making mistakes still to this day. Like that Justice League movie is just terrible. Oh, it was a crash I'm not defending it. Like somebody <laughs> defending Daredevil. Okay, shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I wasn't saying that you were, but like <laughs> it takes all kinds. That's all I'm saying. All right, but like the 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 markers of the movies that we will not do this again <laughs> are Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> and daredevil hey don't forget jamie or uh, jennifer gardner's electra that was also bad and that oh, was also yeah, yeah, a that, thing that can go up there as well <laughs> this is the the shelf of no more <laughs> we don't need any more of this uh, but to get it back to the ranch here uh <clears throat> talking about cameos lou ferrigno's cameo was fun Yes, and I think to this day, for any time they use, they have uh, the Hulk roar, so to speak. Um, they Lou still, Ferrigno. yeah, they still use Lou, Lou Ferrigno's roar from the the seventies show, like because he's uh, he's credited on IMDb as the voice of the Hulk. Oh, awesome! I mean, that makes sense. So, so I'm all the way here for it. So then, the last thing is going forward, like it doesn't seem like. Bruce Banner, the Incredible Hulk, is going to be making any more appearances in anything. Uh, at least that's how they've been putting it. I'm sure that he has to show up in She-Hulk TV show because it, it would only make sense. Yeah. But what else would you like to see? It, like, if it's not an Avengers movie and you know, not not in a Thor movie, what would you, what where would you like to see the Hulk show up? Uh, I'd like to see him show up out there with the Guardians. Oh yeah, really. It'd just be fun. Yeah. Because you have you have him and Thor out there on the ship, just being him and Thor. I love that chemistry that they have together. I would be so afraid for that ship, which is... Oh, the, is it the Is it the Benatar at that point, or is it the Milano? It's, it's got to be the Benatar. The Milano. Oh, is it still the Milano? I don't... Did the Milano get blown up? I don't remember. I don't know which one they're on after the time jump. Is it the Benatar after Guardians Volume 2? It's the Benatar when they get to Infinity War, I believe. Okay. Then, yeah, you'll have, you'd have uh, Hulk Banner and Thor, like Odin's son, out there hanging around with the Guardians. And that's just the hijinks. Yeah, totally. The two of them on the ship, like constantly, you know, people are being afraid, like they're going to bust a hole in the, in the side of it. Like, yeah. Because that's like, they're out, like, 12 days from port in space, right? Mm-hmm. Thor is now bored. <laughs> and Bruce is just trying to keep himself sane because he hasn't been in space like this before. Right. And next thing you know, they're arm wrestling. <laughs> Groot gets involved because he would. Yep. Drax gets involved and gets eliminated in round one. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the plight of Drax, apparently. Yep. Uh, and then 
just we we break Star Lord's arm because he thinks he's hotter than everybody else. Because <laughs> he's the by, by Bruce. Because he's the captain, right? Like you know, yeah, I'm the captain. Oh, oh yeah, 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 totally. You're in charge. You're in charge. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm in charge. <laughs> yeah, right, you're in charge. <laughs> I mean, so now, you have that whole movie of Star Lord in a sling because <laughs> he got his arm messed up, <laughs> and Gamora's just over the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think fitting him into that would be, would be great. Um, or you just make them come to Earth for something. I think there, there's, a, I think there's a place for him in the Eternals, but I, I, I think maybe my mind only saying that because it feels like an Avengers movie. It's the first, like, I guess it's not the first. Yeah, it's the first ensemble movie we get. Yeah. Sent Endgame. Yeah, and that's, I think that's why my mind's putting it there. So. But I, I I do hope we we get Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner and or intelligent Smart Hulk at some point. So I I would be okay if we just didn't do Smart Hulk anymore. And it's like, well, what happened? And he's like, big guy's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Where it's just like, it's just it's so much effort. Yeah, and say no more, family. Do yeah. you? There you go. It's it's easy easy revert like. Oh, it was you know it ended up being only temporary. Like his the the solution just didn't hold, kind of thing. Or me and the big guy had a disagreement, <laughs> and, uh, and and he's pouting again. There you go. Or you could totally do the thing where the two of them split. Like you have Bruce and you have Hulk existing at the same time, and like now, what you know, what, how do you deal with that kind of thing? Hmm. Uh, since we're talking about the Hulk, I feel like we can talk about this. If if we're not pressed for time, I don't want to bring up a whole another topic that can go forever so you can tell me to sidebar this if you want no 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 if it's about the Hulk let's talk about it um do you think we'll ever see Newell Newell uh you're gonna have to refresh my memory yeah uh, if, that, if that's the name um N-U-L-L yeah or Null Hulk Null Hulk Null um, Hulk I don't know this one here's Null Hulk uh Null Hulk was the most powerful version a powerful version of the Hulk uh, the hammer of Null fell to earth after the serpent uh, after the serpent called a series of hammers to awaken the worthy oh. Brazil, which got the attention of Bruce Banner and Betty Ross turning into their Hulk forms so it's the Hulk that wi- that wields Null like one of the worthy hammers that I mean I I'm here for it uh, especially with the the idea of getting uh uh Jane Foster Thor, you know, uh that idea of multiple hammers showing up and one going the Noel, the hammer of Noel going to the Hulk would just be really cool. And it's it's a whole different character from the Hulk because it's like mind meldy kind of stuff mm-hmm. where like the the personality of the hammer like projects itself onto the bearer kind of thing right okay uh, i'm not super versed in it but <laughs> it's kind of a fun idea it is it's very much i mean because you have to get him back to that destructive like way so mm-hmm. what better way to do it and than that other than to take away the smart hulk so uh, that could be what splits them i yeah I, i'm i'm for I, it I, I could see I don't it know. I'm saying it again for the third time this time. Marvel, I am not hard to get in touch with. We're here. We are here. (laughs) Tweet at me. Tweet at Mitch. 
if you want to jump in a in like a Zoom call, I'm down. You you you're also always welcome to just come in on our Discord and just you know have the video chat with us. Like we're we're, Yo, we're here right here. now. <laughs> right now, I'm sure you're like the FBI guy on my phone. You're probably always listening to comic book conversations somehow. I assume that the FBI, my FBI guy, is just always listening to my different podcasts and be like, man. I don't know where this guy gets this this stuff from. Like it's it's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope that my FBI guy was more supportive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how can Marvel get a hold of you on Twitter? Marvel, you can get at me on Twitter at Eonflux12. I-A-N-F-L-U-X, the numbers one, two, all together. Holler at your boy. I'm here. You can get me. Anybody else that wants to talk to me, talk to me. I like to talk to people. Just at me. I'm not scary. Or or check check you out on your on your stream, which you're always on. Oh, I'm streaming all the damn time right now. <laughs> uh, you can catch me at twitch.tv slash Eonflux. I-A-N-F-L-U-X. And if you need something else to help you remember, it's like Aeonflux, but with my first name. <laughs> there you go. Easy. That's where it came from. Done. <laughs> done uh you can find me on twitter i am at mitchapedia g-e-m g-e-n sensor geek elite media the rest of geek elite media is at geek elite media on twitter at geek elite media on instagram and facebook.com forward slash geek elite media is our facebook page check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our from our network on our website geek media.com but until next time this is journey into mystery on the geek elite media network saying always remember to geek out geek out This concludes our broadcast. 